Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, alongside Trey Lyle, and we are very excited today because the MLB postseason is here. It all starts tomorrow for series the wild card round the first ever wild card round in this format it's going to be a very very exciting weekend we got four series eight teams vying for their shot to make it to their respective division series a lot of teams that are very good in this round playing because you have the Mets that didn't win the NL East but they're a 101 win team they're playing in this round you have the Mariners who have made the playoffs for the first time in 21 years you have the Padres you have the Phillies the Cardinals a lot of good stories, a lot of good teams to look at this week in the wild card round. I'm very excited for it, Trey. It's going to be a really, really fun weekend in baseball. Yeah, all these series, you're going to get some ABC baseball because uh, what they're doing is they're going to have games on ABC, ESPN, ESPN2. So all the ESPN family, you get A-Rod's calling a game. So that A-Rod's going to be on both uh, two of the four, three major things during this postseason. Obviously, it's pregame for Fox. So yay, Ray Rod. Um, but I'm pumped for it. I like this format. I think, you know, it's gonna be more baseball and it's gonna be fun on Sunday when you can and Saturday where uh I guess you're gonna have baseball sprinkled in throughout. So it should be uh should be fun. Yeah, it should be a very entertaining weekend. Uh Having baseball on ABC is interesting. I'm off of work on Friday, but if I was there, we have a uh, our four o'clock show is canceled, and I'm guessing the game's going to go a little bit longer than three hours. So I'll probably run into our five o'clock show as well. So sad that I'm going to be missing that. Um, but yeah, got games on ESPN, ABC, the wild card round getting underway at noon tomorrow with the Rays and the Guardians. Two o'clock game is the Phillies and the Cardinals at four. We have the Mariners and the Blue Jays and the evening game at eight o'clock is the Padres and the Mets. Which of these series are you most excited for this weekend? Like I said, there's some good storylines to watch here. There's some very good teams that made it and uh, are in the wild card round because they couldn't either couldn't win their division or uh, just weren't weren't good enough for one of the top two seeds. So I think the most competitive will be Seattle at Toronto. Um, honestly, I think those are the most two evenly matched teams. So I think Seattle has a really good pitch. Both teams have really good rotations and a lot of exciting players. Um, but I'm also intrigued by St. Louis and Philadelphia. I think that's also probably the closest one in the National League. Um, the other two, I kind of, I just don't trust the Padres. And I think the Mets... You're throwing to Grom and Scherzer game one, game two. I know Darvish is going to play one of those games, but I'm still going to take those two guys over almost any pitcher. So give me those two. I think their next round, if they win, they play the Dodgers, is way more interesting. And I, I, I'm really high on this Cleveland team. So I, I am, I don't, I, I just really don't like how Tampa's played down the stretch. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm leaning with. I think Cleveland just gets it done pretty easily. 
I am really looking forward to the Mariners Blue Jays series. Uh, as you pointed out before we started today's episode, the Blue Jays were my pick for the World Series this year. I think I picked them to win it right against the Brewers. So that didn't really work out. Um, but I think they've got a very good young team. They're a very fun team to watch. You know, Vlad Guerrero Jr., you got Bo Bichette, uh, all the guys that they have on that team. They've got some really talented pitchers. So they're fun to watch. But the Mariners making the playoffs for the first time in 21 years and all of the young players that they have on their team, you know, most of, of all, most notably of all, Julio Rodriguez. Uh, so they're a really entertaining team to watch. So I'm looking forward to that series. I think it'll be good. Two young teams that are looking to, to make an impact in the postseason here. I want to say that I'm interested in the Padres-Mets series because that should be a really good series. But I'm kind of like you, the Padres just... They're not as good as they should be. You know, they have all the pieces there. They're a very talented team. They should be a really fun team to watch. But they just can't seem to deliver all the time. You know, their their second half of the season has been pretty disappointing, even though they traded for Juan Soto, who should be one of the best hitters in the game. So I want to say I'm excited for that one. But I I'm like you. I just don't trust the Padres to make it a very even competitive series. So I, I would have to say the other series that I'm excited for is going to be the Phillies and the Cardinals. And that one, the main thing that I want to see there is Albert Pujols in his last postseason appearance. You know, does he go out on top or does he get knocked out in the first round? Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I, I really, I, uh, I know we'll get to our picks. I'm really intrigued by Philadelphia because you know, they had a really good second half of the season, similar to last year. You know, they got really hot towards the end and almost made a postseason run. But obviously, they're the sixth seed for a reason, and we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, they do. The thing is, they do have a guy who could win you one game in terms of, you know, Bryce Harper could go three for four with, with a home run and four RBIs and get you a win. Like, and they have Aaron Nola, so he can get you a win. Like, they have certain pieces that it's like, hmm, I get Reese Hawkins, can JT Raul Muto. Like, there are pieces on that team that I'm very intrigued about, but it feels like they're missing like one more. And it might be a guy who plays shortstop for the Dodgers who's been very much linked to it to go back to his old friend. And I think that, you know, I think firing Girardi was a big step. And we'll see. I, I Philadelphia is very interesting. I just, I think. Like, like we've said all along with St. Louis, you know what you're going to get with them. They know who they are. They play really good defense. You know, they probably have the top two MVP candidates on their team at the corners who are both cold gloves for the respective position and can rake. Like, I think St. Louis is probably not, it's definitely not the most talented team in the National League, but they're like literally, you're, they're going to be, I think, the toughest out because you just know how consistent they are and how good they will be night in night out because they're they're just their organization is so good yeah yeah so a lot of series that we're looking forward to i mean there's four series we're looking forward to all of them this weekend they should all be entertaining let's go through our picks for each of these series they all get started tomorrow they're three game series so they will last either through saturday or sunday uh starting off with the first game of the weekend the Rays and the Guardians who do you have taken that series Trey 
I have the Guardians, and and the only thing that worries me about the Guardians is they're the youngest team not in this postseason and the youngest team in all of baseball, which means that's really good for their future. And Tampa is experienced, like you know they've been here, they they know how to win in the postseason. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked. I just don't like how Tampa has been playing of late, and they you know they're they are the stick seed for a reason. So it's just. Their offense has not been great, so I, I'm I'm taking Cleveland. Yeah, I've got Cleveland winning this one. I just think that they have proved a lot of people wrong already this season, and I think they're ready to keep going. Uh, they're hosting the series in Cleveland. They had a 7.5% chance of winning their division before the season started, and they ended up division champions. They have the youngest team in baseball, They've already done so much this year to prove so many people wrong, prove what they can do. I think they keep it going, and I think they win this series. It might go three games, but I think they end up taking this series. And that first game, it's going to be a good one with Shane McClanahan versus Shane Bieber on the mound. That should be a good series. All right. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I think that's going to be an interesting series, uh, fun pitching matchups, but yeah, Cleveland gets it done. The second series to get underway, 2 o'clock tomorrow, first pitch on ABC. It is the Phillies and the Cardinals in St. Louis. Like I said, I'm really looking forward to this one to see how Albert Pujols does in his final playoff appearance. What do you think? This is the one I struggled with the most. I, um, Like I said, I think Philadelphia is very, very intriguing in terms of, you know, what they can do. But I'm going to win with St. Louis. I think their consistency is too good. Um, I would not be shocked if Philadelphia gets it done because they just need to win two games. But uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I agree with you there. I'm going with the Cardinals as well. As much as I hate the Phillies, it is cool to see them back in the playoffs. You know, you know, it's like baseball is good when the classic teams like Philadelphia make it to the playoffs. And they hadn't been there in 11 years, which I didn't realize it had been that long. Um, you know, if you look at their, their season starting with their World Series year in 2008, they just get progressively worse each year. And then it ended up in an 11-year playoff drought. I, I really didn't realize they had been out of the playoffs that long. So it is good to see them back in the postseason this year. I don't think they're going to win this series, though, either. I think the Cardinals will end up taking it. It's in St. Louis. You have Paul Goldschmidt, who's been having an MVP year. Nolan Arenado, who has also been having a fantastic season. Albert Pujols, who, despite being, what, what is he, 42 years old now? He's having a great year, a uh, great second half of the season. And he's hitting home runs, it seems like, every day. So even though he is in his final year and he's old, you know, it's going to be fun to watch him in the playoffs and see what he can do here. So I think the Cardinals end up winning this series. Yeah, 5.04 bullpen ERA down the stretch is what Philadelphia had in the month, basically the month that almost basically lost them the postseason spot. And so that is the reason why I'm like, and no, it's just not going to happen. And so I am, that's why I'm taking St. Louis because St. Louis doesn't strike out. They play great defense and I think they'll have enough offense in the series to get it done. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, the third series, back to the American League. We got the Mariners and the Blue Jays. First pitch at 4 o'clock tomorrow on ESPN. This one, I think, is going to be the most entertaining series that we see this weekend. Who do you got? Seattle. Uh, I... I just, uh, I really, really don't like the bullpen for for Toronto. I like the pitching. I think Seattle has the pitching advantage, both as a starter and in the pen. And I think their lineup is dangerous, including Julio Rodriguez. And they're young enough where they don't, like, they won't know what they know. Like, you know, that phrase, like, you don't know what you know. Like, they come in, they'll act like they just don't know things and they'll play baseball. And I think I am. You know, we I, we've seen each other's picks, and so or I've seen both of our picks, and I we're both really high on this team and advancing, and I really believe in the Seattle Mariners. So, give me Seattle. I really like this team as well. I think I also they... think. Can I interject? Because yeah. this is all in Toronto. I think Seattle, the the team itself, is going to be desperate to get a postseason game in Seattle. And so I think they're going to be more desperate than Toronto. Yeah, and that's a good that, point. That that is why they they could also advance. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they probably really want to go back to Seattle and play a game there in front of their home crowd. I bet those fans really want it too. Really good young team that they have over there. You know, they were so close to making the postseason last year, and they just missed out. I have no attachment to Seattle or the Mariners, but I'm rooting for them so hard because it's been 21 years since they made the playoffs. They've been working really hard at it. I think that they've got a good, talented team. I think that they're going to end up winning this series. I really like Julio Rodriguez, and he's going to be the American League Rookie of the Year. I think that they end up taking this series. And like you said, I think the the you know the desire to win is going to play a big part of it, and that's going to help them win the series and go back to Seattle for a playoff game next week. All right, final matchup, Padres-Mets. I think we pretty much already gave our picks for this one, but break it down for us, Trey. Yeah, give me the Mets. Uh, uh, you got to win two games. Your two pitchers are Jacob McGraw and Max Scherzer. I know you like... They didn't do it against the Braves last week, but the Padres aren't the Braves. Yes. <laughs> We'll get to that later. Good point. Way to way to get that jab in, bud. Um, you know, I picked the Mets to go to the World Series about two weeks into the season. I'm not changing that. So give me the Mets. I just don't trust the Padres. I really don't. Yeah, I'm with you there. The Mets are they are a very talented team. 101 wins this season. That's the only the fourth time they've had 100 wins in a season. First time since 1986, I think, or 1988. But it's been a while, but it's only the fourth time in franchise history. A very good team. They were close to winning the NL East title. They had to settle for a wild card and they get to host three games against the Padres. I, I want to root for the Padres, but they just, they haven't done enough to show me they can win. You know, they made the playoffs two years ago, and I don't think they won the series then. They missed out on the playoffs last year when everyone was really high on them, thought they could win the division. Then they came in third in the division, missed the playoffs. 
And this year they barely made the playoffs as a wild card. So I am not very confident in the Padres. The Mets have a great team. You know, DeGrom and Scherzer, like you said, two great pitchers. They've got a great lineup with Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil, won the batting title this year. Just a fantastic team top to bottom. I think they're going to, I think they'll win it in two games. I think that's going to be, this is the most lopsided series to me. I agree. All right. So those are our picks for the wild card round. That's this weekend. It gets started tomorrow at noon with the Rays and the Guardians. We have games at two, four, and eight o'clock tomorrow. All of them on ABC, ESPN, or ESPN2. Then we move on to the division series starting next Tuesday will be uh, all of the division series start on the same day, actually. So that's good to see. I feel like they usually have those staggered a little bit, but the two NLDS series and the two ALDS series all get started next Tuesday. What are you looking forward to there, Trey? If Seattle makes it a Seattle playoff game, uh, honestly, but I, I think, I think there's going to be one upset and we'll break it down in a second, but I'm expecting a lot more chalk than most things. Or actually I still have two upsets in my bracket. Um, But I, I think the most intriguing, if the Mets win, I think Dodgers Mets is going to be the series. Um, I won't say it's for, like the winner will win the win the National League because like the Braves are seriously enough, but I think it could reach that kind of level. Like we could come back. Like I know Atlanta's played so good down the stretch, but we could come back like at the end of this postseason and be like, let let's say the Mets win and then they just storm through the rest of the playoffs. Like we could come back and be like, and that, that Dodger series goes seven or five. It's a five game series. Sorry, and and we're like, uh, maybe that that was the series to determine really who comes out of the National League, but. Like I think it could be that good, so I think there's that. Um, if Seattle wins, I think Seattle Houston is very intriguing because I think Seattle has a real shot of beating Houston. I think you look at the Yankees; they actually probably are better at the two spot because I think they match up really well Toronto and really well with Cleveland, and so they should be able to handle either of those teams. And then you look at Atlanta again; I think Atlanta is similar to St. Louis in terms of they're very good at what they do and they're very well coached and they're very well structured. I think that will, that would be a fun matchup, but I think that would be a matchup Atlanta is going to be able to handle. So the thing I'm really interested in is the first year of this format and you got the top two seeds in each league have basically a week off because Last game of the regular season was yesterday. They don't play their first game of the division series until Tuesday. So that's basically a week off. I'm really interested to see how that plays out. You know, is it good for the teams? They get to rest their their pitchers. They get to rest all their starting players for a week. But how much momentum do they lose out on? You know, like the Braves have been playing really well recently. They just swept the Mets. That's huge for the team, huge for morale, huge for the momentum. And then they take a week off and then they play, you know, say they play the Cardinals who come in here fresh off sweeping the Phillies in two games. How does the momentum play into this when the the higher seed has just been off for six days? That's what I'm really interested to see. I'm like, does this benefit them or 
are they going to cool off because they're not playing for a week? Another thing is your your teams aren't going to use their their ace, their number one pitcher in their game one. Like they're going to have to use their third pitcher, right? Because if it's, it's Tuesday, yeah, you, are you going to go on three days? You're going to throw to Grom or whoever on three days rest? Like that would be interesting to me. Like, yeah, you know, game one you get Garrett Cole. Like Shane Bieber's not pitching game one for the for the Guardians if they advance. Alex Moore is not pitching game one for the Blue Jays if they advance. Same thing with Seattle, like Robbie Ray's not coming out there. Like, you know, that's a good that's, point. That is, I think that's where it kind of balances out. Maybe the team is rusty, but I think I also think at this point of the season, like the Yankees are a team, for example, that would need a week off because or, or, or one player in particular is Aaron Judge. And we're, we're going to talk about Aaron Judge. Like Aaron Judge didn't have a day off for the last four weeks because he was trying to chase the home run record. And he took one game off and he gets a week off. I think he'll be well-rested. And you want the guy who's basically the face of the sport right now well-rested for the postseason because I think if Aaron Judge can have a great postseason, which I expect, it's going to be really good for the sport. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I think it does benefit some teams, but some teams it's it's going to be interesting. Like A team that's hot it, coming down the stretch. like It, it might hurt Atlanta. Yeah, that's, like, what I'm, that's what I'm worried about. Okay. Like Atlanta's got all this momentum. They, you know, they get a week off. Like, I think the Dodgers are fine. Every team but Atlanta. Sorry. So we will see how that plays. Also, also for Atlanta and to balance this out, Atlanta's had a basically full sprint for the last two months. Try to catch the Mets. So they get a week off and they kind of reset and then get into the postseason. Could be good for them. Could be good. Uh, all right, Trey, how do you see the division series playing out? What are your ALCS and NLCS matchups? My uh, NLCS matchups are the Atlanta Braves taking on the New York Mets. All right. Mets upset the Dodgers. I'm I'm riding with that. And I have another upset on the other side. I have the New York Yankees playing the Seattle Mariners, who, who beat... Houston, because I believe they only need to win one in Houston. I think they're going to win both games in Seattle. So I I just, you know, Houston's the standard in the AL right now. But I'm yeah. going with the upset. All right. I like it. I am right there with you. I'm going with the Yankees and the Mariners as my ALCS matchup. I, I think that the Mariners are just a hot team. I think that they're got a strong will to win i think they're going to upset the astros and then i have the braves and the dodgers in my nlcs because the dodgers are just so good i don't see the mets upsetting them i mean again no one's talking about the dodgers enough and they're a 111 win team this year so i i think that they just have such a great team and they're not getting talked about enough somehow so i think it's the braves and dodgers in the nlcs So we disagree on one pick. It's the Mets. Yeah, that's our only one. All right. Well, moving to the championship series, uh, you want to go first this time? Sure. My World Series matchup, I got the Braves and the Yankees. The Foul Ball Area Podcast World Series. Might be a little biased, but, you know, I usually try to keep my picks unbiased. I'm going to make a homer pick this time. I got Braves and Yankees in the World Series. Braves win it. They repeat. First repeat World Series winners in 20 years. 
I try to keep my picks not biased. Oh, uh, wait. Usually, as I say that, usually. As I say that. You know, I'm so keeping I'm making with a what I've had. One time. I've said it. it. We can go back in the archives. I said two weeks in the season, I changed my White Sox Dodgers pick, which I'm glad I did. I jumped off. I jumped off the White Sox very quickly. I went to Yankees Mets. The best series possible for the sport of baseball is the Subway Series. The only argument is Yankees Dodgers. And the New York Yankees behind Aaron Judge and Oswaldo Cabrera, who is going to have a Juan Soto like postseason when Juan Soto joined the Nats. And and just for some stats for you, he's he's hit in his 44 games, hitting 247, six home runs, 19 RBIs, the 740 on base percentage. And the guys played right, first, second, short, third, like he's played all over. I think he's a stud. He's was the Yankees top one of the Yankees' top prospects. And I'm not saying he's Juan Soto, I'm just saying he's having a like that type of postseason. So I think the Yankees get their 27th world championship, defeating the Mets. This would be 28, wouldn't it? 28, yeah. They're at 27. Yeah. All right. All right. So Aaron Judge leads into a World Series and then becomes a Red Sox. No, it's either going to be a giant Met or a, or a Yankee. I forgot his team. He's going to be a Yankee. <laughs> I'm, I am, I'm, I'm, I might go into hiding if he joins the Mets. All right. So, Yankees over Mets in the World Series. I like it. It would be an entertaining series. It would be good. Um, very concentrated, you know, in New York. So I don't know that it'd be the best series for America. I think Yankees Dodgers would probably be that uh, the best for that option. But very good series. I think we've got good picks. Any of them could happen. We agree on most of our picks. Very few differences. Um, basically, you are smart. Yeah, we are. I think it's going to be a really fun postseason. I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know how many times I've said that, but this wild yeah. card round. ESPN did an article where it's like, this could be the best postseason. In terms of talent, I think it's really deep. It's really deep. I could see four or five teams kind of winning it all this year. At least four. Yeah. Well, at least four. Mets or five. Mets. No. Yeah. Mets, Braves, Yankees, Dodgers, Astros. All five I could see winning. Any of them could do it. It's going to be really um, fun to watch. Do you want to give out awards? I know it's the end of the season. or You want oh. to save that for next time? Yeah, let's save that for later. Okay. And then uh, we we haven't talked about it. Since we last spoke, Aaron Judge hit 62. Oh, yeah. And, there you go. And it was an awesome moment. Shout out to the fan who caught it. Um, we talked a little bit about on the fast lane yesterday. Uh, what would you do if you caught that ball? Would you give it back? What would you ask for? Mm, man. I'll tell you what I said after. What well, what's the the story? The guy that caught Mark McGuire's ball, he he wanted to meet Mark McGuire and he said no. So then he kept the ball and sold it for three million dollars. Yep. I would. I, I, I said would, it's worth seven. It was worth seven hundred fifty thousand to one point two five million. That's that was what it said on the uh, when I googled it. Yeah, I would probably you know I'd want to meet Aaron Judge, get a, a signed bat or ball or something and i'd give it back to him but you know if they didn't want to do that then i'd keep it I, there's no shame there's no shame in keeping wait a minute wait a minute minimum like minimum world series tickets for the rest of my life 
World Series tickets for the rest of your life. I'm meeting Aaron Judge. The only cancellation is I get Hal Steinbrenner, Aaron Judge in a room, and I say, figure it out. Sign the contract right now, or you will never get this baseball. That, there you that's go. it. That's what but you should No, have done. World Series tickets for life. And I have at least at least two per- people. And so you and I could go to the World Series forever. How about All right, that? There you go. All right. So you got to get out there and uh, catch it. Did you watch the video? Wait, yeah, I did. The guy, watch the, the video. Guy, did you see the fan? Yeah, he jumps over the stands. Yes, that was I. It took me like I like first watched it and noticed it. And I was like, did that really happen? And then like I came back and I watched it again. And I was like, OK, <laughs> so you got to be what dedicated. A season. This was an awesome season. You had Judge. I think, I mean, Judge was perfect for baseball because since he was a Yankee, he led every show when he broke a record. Like, that's big for baseball. Like, that doesn't happen during football season. Yeah. Like, I don't care about the argument between him and Bonds. Like, in my opinion, Bonds is the home run king, but the AL record still, like, the, John Sterling said, 123 years of the American League, three guys have hit 60 home runs. Three. He's the third. He's the seventh guy in, or eighth guy in Major League Baseball history or ninth guy, whatever. Like, that's incredible. It is. So yeah, it's been a, a great season to watch. I mean, Aaron Judge, Albert Pujols, uh, every, everything going Miguel on. Miguel Cabrera this got 3,000 hits. Miguel, yeah, there you go. Another milestone. It's been a really, really great season. And I think the postseason is just going to keep it going. I agree. I'm ready for it. It's going to be fun. We'll give out awards, I guess, on Monday. Plat, uh, plus, we'll uh, roll through our over-unders, see who was, uh, who was right, who was wrong, uh, who, who had a better over-under record. And we'll, uh, we'll hopefully be like already uh, right with our wildcard matchups. We probably won't be, but we'll see what happens. We might be. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Give us your thoughts on the postseason. Let us know what you think. Connect with us at Trey Lyle VT at Matkins in the news as well at, at foul ball area, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're also on the CBS sports radio Lynchburg page. Make sure you leave us a five-star review like, and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the foul ball area podcast. Thanks for listening to the foul ball area podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. So you get new episodes as soon as they come out.